0: Hello, and welcome to the Average Feminist podcast. Welcome to the very first episode. My name is Libby. I am your host. I am 19 years old. I My pronouns are she, her. Um, I'm currently studying at the University of Exeter. I do ancient history and history. And I basically just decided that I want to start a podcast to talk about kind of feminism and women's issues and to try and take down the patriarchy. My first guest today, my lovely friend, Verity, who helped me come up with this idea and manifest it into real life. Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Verity, obviously. I'm
0: a law student at Lincoln. And yeah, that's
1: basically it.
0: Yeah. Uh, is there anyone you want to shout out? You can. I know that your Instagram's private, but you can shout out an icon, a business, uh, a book. Honestly, any small
1: businesses, black creators and feminists, it all helps to do good
0: we love that <laughs> uh so today we're going to talk about catcalling and kind of our experiences with it stories that we've got just because well I mean you were just saying I don't know if you want to explain the story but you were just talking to like your dad and he kind of didn't really believe that it yeah, was still a massive issue he
1: didn't fully believe that women still have hardships until I mentioned my own personal experiences we love to which he was a lot more empathetic
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of speaking to even my mum the other day. I mentioned that I was reading, um, I think it was I was reading Women Don't Know You Pretty by Florence Gibbon, which I highly recommend. It's a great book. Mm. And she kind of said to me, like, uh, do we really have still the need for, like, the, the word feminism? Yeah. And I was like, yes, we do. And that's the name of my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no offence, mum, if you're listening. I love you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think people don't really realise still how far away we are and how much we've got to go exactly so catcalling do you want to start with the story do you want me to start with the story I've got a story that you are involved in go on okay so I was kind of trying to think like do I really have many examples that stand out to me because obviously it's it's kind of happened but I feel like a lot of the time it happens so much that you Forget, but exactly. it happened all so one that I do remember really vividly was we were in year eight, it was Halloween. Yes. <laughs> we went out together, we weren't friends at this point. I was we had a mutual friend, and I was really stuck, and I had nothing to do for Halloween. And she was like, oh, I'm going out with my friend Verity, like come along because we, we were still 13, so we were like, Let's go trick or treating. Yeah, we went out. I can't even remember. See, this is the thing, even now, I'm trying to justify what I was wearing exactly, but the point is, it, it shouldn't matter. matter I was 13. It shouldn't matter at any age, but especially not because I was 13. And at the time, sure, maybe I thought I looked a little bit older. I don't think I looked in any way 16. And even if I was 16, I don't think it was like 16-year-olds that were catcalling. No, they were driving. So they were definitely 17, 18, and they should not be catcalling at anyone. Because that's a bit iffy. I definitely didn't look... If I did look sixteen, no older than sixteen. Don't really right. think I look sixteen. But we were walking down this road, and we live in quite a small. We did live before we went to uni. It's quite a small place. Yeah, it's a little town. Just Everyone knows each other. Everyone knows each other pretty much. It's basically just the school, some, a lot of churches, a lot of charity shops, yeah. and a lot of supermarkets. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. You have to get the train to go anywhere or drive to get anywhere. Exactly. So it was. I mean, it's October. It's Halloween. So even by the time we went out, it was dark. We. I think it was fairly far through the night I think we were pretty much done we were just walking back and this car just came like speeding past I remember exactly where it was and I know that it was only 20 mile per hour limit so I know that they were speeding and I think they just like put their window down and I can't remember what they said I don't even I think they said something rather than whistled it doesn't really matter though because it just no it doesn't really matter I can't
1: remember but we know that it made us uncomfortable
0: yeah and like I think I mean, maybe I'm being a little bit up myself, a little bit arrogant, <laughs> but I think it was directed at me because yeah. I was wearing—I know I was wearing a short skirt You're if I was wearing anything. of, the out of, the three of us. Yeah, which again doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter, and it, I don't even think it was like a short short skirt. I think it was probably a tight skirt. Mm. But again, not that it matters what I was wearing. You shouldn't yeah. objectify or catcall or anything anyone, no matter what they're wearing, especially not if they are minors. pretty clearly minors. Yeah. Like like I said at the time I probably thought I was older looking back at pictures of me at 13 now I was definitely I, I feel like I might have had my braces at this point as well mm. Mm, maybe I was just about to get my braces but either way I was
1: clearly clearly oh young I have a similar experience um when I had work experience um and I worked at a law firm at the bottom of my street was this year 10 or year 12 uh Year 12. Year
0: 12. So for context, year 12 is you're about 16, 17. Yeah, still a minor. You, still a minor, over the age of consent, exactly. like we said anyway. Always wrong. Yeah. But I guess more forgivable? Yeah. That, that sounds... But um, I was walking down the
1: street to go to this work experience, um, and every day, in the morning, lunchtime, coming home, a group of builders, opposite Ugh. the road, <laughs> would harass me, shout things at me and whistle at me to the point where I'll have to get my mum to drop me off and pick me up from literally the bottom
0: of the road. It's actually awful. <laughs> I remember um I've actually got two stories about this girl. I used to work with this girl before I went to uni. She was lovely and uh she when I started working with her, she just turned fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think by the time I left, I think she's sixteen now, maybe nearly seventeen. Um but we were working one day, I think it was Towards the summer or something. I think that day it might have just been me, her, and our boss. And we were just talking about how she'd gone out the day before because she went to a different school than us, but a similar kind of like 10 minutes away, mm. still very small towny, very whatever. And she was just like walking along a road and she was wearing a crop top. And she said, These men like leaned out of the car and were like shouting at her whistling at her or you know whatever cat calling her in some way and my boss turned around and he was like well you were wearing a crop top like you were kind of inviting that attention yeah and I remember even then I got so angry and I was like no 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 no, no. this is wrong she's yeah. 14 it doesn't matter that she was wearing a crop top and he was like well I'm just saying if you're gonna like expose your skin and I was like no you can't victim blame her like no. she was minding her own business it was hot weather so she was wearing clothes that would feel more comfortable to her yeah. you guys and then the only thing that made him concede in the end was we were like she said that she was wearing like high-rise jeans so mm-hmm. basically none of her skin was exposed because she was wearing yeah. a crop top but she was also wearing high-waisted jeans yeah. so he was like okay well, yeah they were just a bit I can't remember what the word he... He was basically like, yeah, they were just... They were twat and whatever. Yeah. But then she used to go on holiday to Spain quite a lot as well, which obviously very hot country. She's probably wearing, like, similar clothes, holiday yeah. clothes. Not that it matters what clothes mm-hmm. you wear. And she said that she always used to walk past these, like, builders as well, which yeah. is where I made the connection. And she used to say that they would always, like, call down to her and make mm-hmm. these comments. And, again, both times she was underage. Mm-hmm. It, like... It just frustrates me words. so
1: much. Regarding builders, I was talking to my dad because he works of he's an architect, he works with builders quite often. Um, and he was saying that they have to have someone regulating the sites to make sure that that doesn't happen. And if that does happen, they can lose their jobs.
0: They have to have someone on site regulating to make sure that builders behavior, aren't catcalling.
1: Essentially, basically, yeah. Um, and he was saying that obviously... That that person wasn't present. They're not always regulating it. It's just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I I'm just starting to believe that this is a thing. I like know. it's it's a good thing, I guess, that they've got yeah. someone there to make sure that it doesn't happen, and that there are consequences if it does happen for them. Like you know, they lose their job mm-hmm. and everything. But it shouldn't need to happen. You know? And at the same time, then they know that as soon as that person isn't there to regulate them, they're not learning what's wrong with their behaviour. They're just, just complying to a yeah. system until they can do it at some other time. Exactly. It's not, a, it's not a solution. It's like putting a plaster over a, they're just like, trying to a crack in a ball. cliff. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh, Capitalism, really they're doing it for the <laughs> company, not for people's personal business. Exactly. So how have you found it? Because obviously, like I said, you know, we lived in quite a small town. Yeah. How did you find it then going to uni and being in a bit of a bigger city? Is Lincoln a city? A small city. Small city. Yeah. Well, I found that when it
1: happened in Dorset, it was only when I was underage. Yes. Which is interesting. For sure. But now in a smaller city, it happens a lot more often, basically daily. And it would get to the point where I couldn't go to my local shop after six o'clock without a male with me, um, without getting cackled, without being made uncomfortable by men. That is disgusting. How far away is your closest
0: shop, just for context? (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: because
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was here, I think there's some a bit closer to where I live now, but my first year, like uni accommodation, um, all the shops, I mean, there was a garage right next to so us, I could have gone to, um, but I would have to walk like half an hour, which obviously is like more time to get cackled out. But the fact that you're outside for five minutes mm-hmm. and you have people, exactly. Because I think, well, I seem to be quite ob- oblivious to these things happening, I guess, because I'm used to it in a way that I just don't notice it happening anymore, whatever. Um, one specific time I do remember from being at uni, it was my 19th birthday. Nice. We'd gone out the day uh, like the night before, we'd all gone out for a meal, me and like my whole friendship group. And then um, because everyone pretty much lived in the same kind of place um on campus, but me and two of my friends lived further out and me and my friend Rosie lived kind of in the same building, and then our friend Caitlin lived just up the hill. So we went back to my friend Stan's place after the birthday meal just to kind of. I think i left a lot of my presents at his because I didn't want to like take them out and everything. So we went back to pick them up, and then I think by that point it was probably half 10, 11. So we were like, I mean, we just started talking. We we're all very close friends, so it was not unusual for us to start having a conversation. And then by that point, it was like, well, we might as well stay until it was my actual birthday. So I was going to go home and I was going to go to London, so I wouldn't actually see them on the day. So we were like, let's just bring in my birthday together and go home and you know I turned 19 we're, we probably stayed for another half an hour or whatever just saying happy birthdays and everything happy birthdays like I was saying it to them <laughs> <laughs> it was just my birthday um but we walked back Rosie and I dropped Kate off at hers we went down the hill we had to like cross these traffic lights to get to our accommodation but it was like 1am at this point so I don't think we ever really bothered pressing the button because there were no cars but there was like this one white van that drove past and I think it it must have beeped us I don't think anyone said anything because it was like 1am and they were also speeding why is everyone speeding when they cackle <laughs> um but they were definitely speeding and they kind of beeped us and I think Rosie just flipped them off yeah but I was just like I remember like, I even posted something on like I've got like you know, you follow my private Instagram. Yeah, I even posted something on my private Instagram, like the pictures that we'd taken before I left. And I was like, oh, I was 19 for an hour and I was already cackled out <laughs> by white men, like white band men. We love to see it. Anyway, I think, to be honest, that was the only time mm. in Exeter. Because, I mean, like you said, I was rarely alone. Yeah. I was with someone a lot of the time. And I guess because it's so on campus, a lot of it. Yeah. Like if we were going out at night, we would always walk through campus to get to everyone because so it was the quickest way. Yeah. And then if we were walking to and from clubs, I'd be with, like, other people and guys anyway. So it happened yeah. a little bit less. But, I mean, like, that's not to say things didn't happen in clubs. Obviously, catcalling is a lot harder in a club because the noise. You can't, like, audibly catcall. But yeah, you have the whole thing of, like – and, again – I'm so not observant. I can't believe I was so oblivious to this. We'd all kind of like go out a lot of the group together a lot of the time and things like that. And we'd all just kind of be in our circle. And obviously, in a club, things get a bit rowdy. People. Got it a bit hard. A lot of people have been drinking, so they're yeah. mm, not got the best balance ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, people just kind of like fall into you, they're all just a bit like, ah, and you just get knocked a lot. Yeah. A lot of the time, if it got too violent, like Stan or our friend David or like any of the guys would kind of like switch faces with us, they'd force us to move. I'd be like, yeah. you No, know, I'm like, fine, I'm strong and I'm independent, I'm yeah. gonna put up with this bashing. And Stan would be like, just switch places with me. <laughs> and he'd like pick me up and move me, and I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, according to Stan, like I might be making this statistic up, but I'm going to say, well, 50% of the time that he moved me, it's because he was like, did you not realise that someone was dancing on you? And I was like, no. I just thought that was someone jumping into me. Have you ever found that when
1: you're in a club, a guy would approach you, but he'd look for approval from the men of the group first?
0: Oh, interesting. status is
1: higher than the female's.
0: Do you know what I I saw? You might have said this to me. It was a tweet or a TikTok or something yeah did you send it to me yeah I sent it to you yeah the one that said um I find it funny how like saying I have a boyfriend yeah when someone's trying and then they immediately back off they're basically yeah. saying that they respect this man that they don't know much more than they respect you a woman yeah. they are actively in front of trying to harass yeah it's mind insane. blown I've never noticed that because like I said um I never I, noticed it either but it wasn't until
1: my friend Asher actually told me it's not weird how
0: much we just don't realise? Because really? actually Stan has told me that he's kind of like locked eyes with people who have been dancing yeah. with me and like that I haven't known have been dancing with exactly. me because my back has been turned to them and I guess they're trying to get my attention or trying to get themselves off or whatever. And Stan's kind of like stared them down until they back off. Exactly. Which I never realised. No. No, neither. Because like, especially, I mean, I guess I was more on so because I was in a relationship the whole of my first year at uni. So exactly. when I was in a club, I wasn't. Looking for guys to get with, so when they were dancing behind me, and also because I like you think you'd feel it
1: exactly. I guess they
0: were dancing behind me but not touching me because mm. I never noticed. But then, what's the point <laughs> if I'm not gonna notice and turn around and dance with them? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't, know. I don't understand men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand if there are any guys listening who do this in clubs, please tell us why you do please. it, and also. Please stop. <laughs> it, we don't enjoy it. No. You are so much less likely to have any chance of getting this in a club. Also, I think it's worth saying, don't just approach someone in the club and touch them. No. This goes for men and for women, because yeah. I have a friend who I work with, and he told me how he was in a club one time, and these people, this girl just came up to him, started like grinding on him, started touching him in inappropriate areas. It's not Okay. Like, I have gone clubbing many, many times, none of which I was going there thinking I was going to get with anyone. Like I said, I was in a relationship every single time I've gone clubbing because we're in the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. so I haven't been able to go since. And, like, you can't just assume that someone is, A, not in a relationship, B, just consenting anyway, yeah. C, you don't know what, like, this person who, like, my friend that I work with who was – assaulted like call it how it is he was assaulted by this girl in a club
1: yeah.
0: he could have been recovering from anything himself
1: yeah
0: you don't know like
1: you don't know what people are going through you can't just assume
0: that. no ask for consent just exactly. ask for consent it's not difficult it's not that difficult not everyone goes to a club to get with other people so you can't just assume that everyone is there to try and get with you you know if that's your intention and if you want to get with the people in the club great i fully support that i fully plan on doing that this year yeah. But I will get consent first. Exactly. If you act like a dick, I won't get you. <laughs> exactly. Also, if you are sober and getting with someone who is drunk, that is not Disgusting. consent. It's no. not consent. Someone who is drunk is not consenting to you. No. The picture gets blurry if you're both drunk. That gets more confusing. I can't. I don't drink. So I cannot <laughs> say where I stand on the issue. However, if one person is... Obviously intoxicated,
1: yeah. maybe
0: more than just slightly tipsy. Had a drink or two, was like a bit buzzed, but fully aware of what they're saying. Again, I don't drink, so I don't quite know what the parameters are. But if one person is very, very obviously intoxicated and you are very, very sober, or even just slightly tipsy, if you're very far apart on that scale, that is not consent. That is essentially rape. Yeah, true.
1: I have a interesting. Oh, you got some tea? Little, yeah. Um, this can go off into like a much wider topic. I would but, love to see it. Go for it. So my friend told me... I was out on my out with my friend, Yeah. He was a male. Um, and he bumped into one of his friends there. <laughs> I was incredibly drunk, <laughs> because unlike Lady, I do like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but my friend was practically sober. He had a few drinks, but he wasn't really drunk. Um, had a buzz, but yeah. all his control was still there. And his friend asked him if he was getting with me that night and when my friend said no because she's obviously too drunk he was confused as to why that wouldn't be the case he was confused as to why because I'm drunk it's not acceptable
0: that is disgusting <laughs> is. we do not love that <laughs> we don't. no if someone is drunk and you are sober or you know like I said if you're more on the sober side and they are more on the drunk side. <laughs> <laughs> don't even try No. don't also I'm broaching into another topic again I'm slowly starting to realise I don't think these episodes are really actually going to be about what we plan for them to be about because yeah. we um, what's the word the what's that word that Miss Coates always used to use you know when she always used to go off on a tangent she'd always say that word, It starts with a D come um, on you did English yeah I've Dive Oh. oh, I've got you know, it, you know, you know it. Digress, <laughs> digress, digress. <laughs> <laughs> we're always going to digress from the topic, but oh, I feel like I've got right over this now. What <laughs> did I
1: say? We digress.
0: No, 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 but what were we talking about before that that I was going to digress on? Oh, um... you were talking about that guy in the club trying to get with you, and then yeah. I was going to say, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh my god, I feel like it was going to be some kind of consent related thing oh my god i had a short attention span <laughs> hold on we're gonna have to retrace this conversation yeah so you were talking about that and the yeah. fact that he wasn't gonna get with you yeah and then i said about being really far apart drunk sober oh oh i, nearly touched my book. Oh, I know what it is i don't know what it is but i know what it is it's something that i read in florence's book oh, fun. and i was gonna say in florence's book she said I
1: have to quickly flick through.
0: (gasps) I'm destroying my room. This podcast is going brilliantly. I can't wait to hear that on the audio. (laughs) I'm going to have to really quickly look up the, the contents and see if that will just spark a reminder of what I said. But
1: anyone who hasn't read
0: this book, I 100% recommend it. Oh my god, for sure. I think I will do a more in-depth episode on it. But it is Women Don't Know You Pretty by Florence Gibbon. I've just finished it. You've just read it. I'm starting to read it, yeah. I Yeah, is, sorry, you've just started to read it. I think I've managed to get like five people to read this book already. And I've had it for like a week. It's brilliant. It's life-changing. Everyone also should follow Florence on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think it's at Floss Um, I will, if I remember, try and put it in the show notes and everything. Let me see if I can get this. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. So in Florence Gibbons' book, Women Don't Are You Pretty, full credit, this is kind of where I have adopted this idea from, she was talking about how consent is so sexy. Like if you ask someone if they consent, Mm. There's nothing better than knowing that you're respected, knowing that you feel safe. Like, she was kind of talking about it, and, like, I don't know, in my relationship before, we kind of spoke about it, and he was like, I don't know, I just think it's a bit awkward to be like, "Mm, can I kiss you, like, on a first date or something. And I kind of understood the time, Like, it can be a bit clunky. Yeah. But there are so many other ways you can word it, and just... Exactly. Saying things like, I don't know, like, is this okay for you? Yeah. Like... We can stop at any time yeah there is no pressure on you to follow through with this exactly this has no expectation exactly. like i don't know
1: and it's like going on from that when guys in the club have tried to hit on me it's just i don't know i don't find it attractive like mm-hmm. when they're dancing behind me they're trying to like grab me i hate it but then i've had guys come up to me asking me if i'm single and it's just that's a compliment I think that's more of a compliment when yeah. a guy is more genuine, more kind about it than when yeah. he just sees you as an object.
0: Oh, for sure. Dressy. I had <laughs> one of my friends was hit on outside of the lecture theatre. So, that, like, on our uni. So we were waiting to go into a lecture. I wasn't with her at the time, but I've, like, heard the story since. And it's kind of this, like, acquaintance that we have. He's not really our friend, but, like, we know him. We've spoken to him a few times, whatever. Mm. So this was, like... I don't know, say it was like 4pm on a Tuesday afternoon, like, he's obviously doesn't even have the excuse of being drunk or anything, it was just outside a lecture theatre, I wish for the life of me, I could remember what he said, I really wish I could remember what the pickup line he used on her was, but he straight up did like, oh, I feel like it was one of those ones where like, I'm going to have to give them both fake names, but he was like, what's your name, and she was like, Jemima. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a name that I'm like, I don't know when I'm called Jemima. I don't think Jemima's really a name. Actually, I work with someone called Jemima, I think. Never met her, but I think I work with someone called Jemima. Her name pops up on Facebook. Um, I also used to have, I used to know some of the rabbit called Jemima. That's nice. <laughs> um, and then this guy we're going to call, uh, give me a name. Because you really don't know his name, so give me a name. Simon. Simon, great. I was really worried you were going to pick his actual <laughs> name, and then I was going to be like, crap um so Simon says Jemima like what's your name or something and then she says like Jemima and then he says oh I'm Simon and then I think it went something like but it would sound much better if you screamed it or something like that and I was just disgusted and I was like I cannot believe that you tried to disgusting I really hope that Simon isn't listening <laughs> actually no I don't care Simon if you're listening to this you are trash and you should not have done that
1: Simon if you're listening stop treating women as objects we are not <laughs> objects. <That's nice>.
0: Oh. <laughs> really quickly if we have time I think we only have about five minutes left but it reminds me of this conversation that I kind of have with my friendship group today so this might be wrong like I think this is basically the gist of it please Call me out if I'm wrong, message me on the Instagram, email the pod, whatever. Um, but Ben Shapiro has like come out with a tweet or something and I think his wife is a doctor and she said it's basically impossible for women's vaginas to get wet unless it's like a yeast infection, some kind of STI. Oh. It's like, she's like, it's medically impossible to get wet through sexual arousal, oh. which is a lie. And I feel sorry for this woman because sex was hurt. Yeah, it's the body's natural reaction to lessen the pain of sex to ready the vagina. Yeah, that's why foreplay is so important. This is why foreplay (laughs) is so important. I just, just while it was on my mind and while I had it today, I will probably do an episode where I get much more in depth of it because it frustrates the hell out of me. But there are at least like three of us girls in the chat going, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, right. This is like she should lose her medical license for this. Yeah, this is not okay. That's insane. So We love that. We love to see that, and that he just kind of went along with it. It's also a little bit funny that he's basically missing that he's never sexually pleased his wife. Yeah, right. Ever. Because if she's a doctor, being like... Like, if he managed to, does she suddenly think, like, oh, my God, I must have... A yeast infection. A yeast infection, a UTI, like, some kind of STI. Yeah. Weird. Mad. So Ben Shapiro has never sexually pleased his wife. We love that. <laughs> you should not... Hook up with drunk people if you're completely sober. Yeah. You should I'm trying to think of everything that we've covered today. What's the other thing that I've kept forgetting about? Consent is sexy and hot as hell. Yeah. Ask for consent. It'll only turn us on more. And don't cackle. And don't cackle people. I read so many great stories on Twitter that's like I think I read one that was like, I was in the gym with my boyfriend and he was like pretending that he wasn't my boyfriend and he kind of like shouted yeah. at me he was like yeah you have a great butt or something and then this total stranger came up to this girl this other woman and was like hey you ready to go yeah <laughs> like we love that that's the kind of energy that we need to see exactly girls supporting girls if you see a woman getting harassed help her out help her out <laughs> I just oh I, yeah I thought there was to talk about this it really makes me angry I'm really trying to like stay calm collected brilliant (laughs) so I'm gonna wrap this up now because I've got about two and a half minutes so uh thank you for listening to the very first episode thank you for joining me Verity uh if you want to follow us we are at the average fem pod on instagram there's an email for us I think it's the average feminist podcast at com. but it's also you can find that through the instagram my own personal instagram is Libby underscore low. So that's L-I-B-B-I-E underscore L-O-W. Because so I spell both of my names the non-conventional way. I am edgy. Also, disclaimer: probably should have said it at the start of the episode. Forgot to. Classic me. um Everything that I say on this podcast and everything that my guests say is completely our own opinion. You can feel free to disagree with us. You can have your own opinion. That's totally valid. The only thing that is not an opinion, and if you believe this, you can stop listening to this podcast and never come back, is human rights are human rights. If you do not believe that black lives matter, if you do not believe that trans lives matter, if you do not believe that trans women matter, black women matter, you are not a feminist. Rights of people are not political, they're not opinions, they are rights and they are fact. So if you don't believe that, you can leave. And I am so okay (laughs) with you leaving because I'm so not rather you listen. (laughs) Also, having said that, I am just an average gal. I am your complete average gal. I am a uni student. I am young. I am trying to start educating myself a lot more than I was, but I'm going to slip up and I'm going to make mistakes. And also, my guests may also make mistakes. And, you know, I'm constantly trying to better myself and look out for that. But if I do say something that is slightly politically incorrect or could have been phrased in a way that sounded less, I don't know, judgmental or... Anything, call me out on it, please. Send me a message to the podcast, or if you know me, because I'm assuming most people who listen to this first episode at least will know me personally. Hello, friends and family, <laughs> just message me and just say like, "Hey, Ooh, we've got less a minute left." Ah. They will just say like, you know, just be like, "Hey, you could have worded this better. Use this word instead, please." And I will be like, "Thank you so much for letting me know," because I, I don't want to be ignorant and I don't want to be saying things that are going to offend people. So you know, life is a constant educational journey, please tell me and then I will learn and I will be better and everything will be better for exactly. it. So I've got 10 seconds. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at The Average Femme Pod. I will see you hopefully next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye!